Welcome back. Another edition of the Bet Juice Podcast. Cody Mitchell, Connor Alda here. Connor, it's week zero. We have college football in two days. We're recording on Thursday, the 24th of August. Saturday, 2.30 is the official kickoff of the college football season. And I cannot be more excited. I know this is your sport that you love so near and dear to your heart. How excited are you, buddy? Dude, I mean, I don't know if it's with age that... I just feel like the off season gets longer and longer as I go more through life. But man, I this is this is the greatest time of the year. Like, yeah. no ifs, ands, or buts about it. From now until April, you and I are about to be all gas, no breaks. From college football season leading into college basketball season, like. When we start getting into the recording twice a week, love it. Once we start getting into the picks, it's the greatest, man. Yeah, and really, I mean, I was an avid college football fan my entire life, but it was mostly to, like, the big boys. I don't have a team. Mm. I'm a Duke and BYU fan. If they lose, does it affect my next day? It does not. No. I don't really care. Ohio State loses, you're in a pissy mood for three weeks. Exactly. Yeah, it doesn't affect me. But after we started doing this and I really, really started diving into the gambling aspect of college football, I became such a fan of the sport like as a whole. I'm watching Sunbelt games on on Saturday nights, and I'm not watching all the big games because I have action on them. And you learn, when you do these breakdowns, you learn to fall in love with certain clubs, certain teams, certain programs, certain coaches and players mm-hmm. that you would never – hear of and even people that I know that are just casual football fans and we have a million of them trust me mm-hmm. we have a lot of close friends that are casual football fans mm-hmm. um when you start breaking down like ULM they're like what what what, what where's that school what's the name of that school how do you know those guys it's like dude it's just it's it's super super fun and I'm glad we actually got into it slate for week zero this year I would say it's very mid yeah, yeah, say <laughs> to say the least. Uh, but but there is some teams that I think that are exciting. Yeah, especially like the two marquee teams like Notre Dame and USC. But then you also have some pretty good games when you look at like OU versus uh, San Diego State and UTEP versus uh, Jacksonville State. Yeah, um, this week's going to look a little different than this is your – First year listening to like pick pods, probably gonna look a little different. We only got seven games, so we're gonna run through all the games. Mm-hmm. Normally, it's usually the marquee ones, and then we'll kind of hit into our picks. But Connor, for the first time of the season, for actual spreads and bets that can be cashed that day, let's do the music. Number 99 of the defense, after he tackled the quarterback, he's giving them nice having a little extra cash to bet on college football. Yeah, I'd like to bet a hundred bucks. You want to pick a team? No, just take it. 
The work week is almost over. Sit back, relax, and get in on the action and enhance your game day experience. It's time for the bet, the Juice Podcast College Football Picks of the Week. All right, let's get into it. Dublin, Ireland. We have Navy and Notre Dame. Spread sits at 20 and a half, over under 49 and a half. Probably the biggest name we have for all of week zero, them and USC with Notre Dame, but Notre Dame is coming home, Connor. Coming me, home? Yeah, I mean, the Irish. And they're playing in Ireland. I know. Weird shit happens in the Ireland game, I will say, after last year's debacle. <laughs> I forgot about that. Freaking Northwestern's only win. And it wasn't even in the United States. Yes. The, just sad. And then, I mean. At least. At and, least. And, and, I mean, that's where my hopes and dreams of Nebraska bounce back just died in, in on uh, died on an onside kick. Wouldn't you? That was completely fucking unnecessary. Wouldn't you rather that happen than it just break you later down the road? Because immediately after that, we're like, well, Northwest, or Nebraska stinks. Uh, I mean, that was a hilarious episode for me to just rip into Scott Frost. I will granted, never. Granted, he'll never hear it, but. I will never forget the meme you posted that night with the clown. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nebraska's going to be good this season. They're, they're going to win the West. They're going to make it to the Big Ten Championship. Psych. Dude. All right, so where are we starting? Oh, Navy, all, Notre yeah. Dame. I completely In think, Ireland. Yeah. I will tell you right now, I deep-dived a little bit. Could be a weather play here. It's supposed to be rain, very rainy in Ireland. Ooh, I like that because first official play. Got it at a 51 on Caesars now. It's been bet down. Uh, but I love the under in this game. Like I said, I got it at 51 right now. Best you could find it at is a 49.5 on DraftKings and FanDuel. I just think with now that you bring up the weather, you have a team in Notre Dame that is starting fresh with a new quarterback. Well, I understand he's had the whole offseason to get acclimated to his players. There's a bigger acclimation from practice to actual game. So with that, like... I think there could be a little bit of rust for the Notre Dame offense. And obviously, like, I know Navy is making the changes to be more shotgun and not be true, uh, true triple option anymore. But still, like, it's part of their roots. They're going to want to kill the clock. And especially with the new era that we are in with how the clock keeps running for just about any reason whatsoever, I think the clock is going to be a big factor, and I just think this game goes under. Yeah, I'm also tailing that. It's something we've talked about for a while now. Yeah, with the new rule, um, any first down that is outside the last two minutes of the first half or second half, the clock keeps running. It's basically just, just imagine the NFL. It's the NFL rule. Besides down in the last two minutes, I don't know when the NFL starts. I think the NFL might be five minutes or something like that. I think, and I don't know. I think it's uh, two minutes. But either way, yeah, just think of the NFL. It's gonna be like that. Navy's still gonna Ooh. run around the ball. Also, like you said, they're breaking in a new offense. Mm-hmm. Um, no more cut blocks. Yeah. So things are gonna look. Or imagine like Georgia Tech, like 
circa 2018, 2017. That's yeah, kind of the offense now. Yeah, for Navy, like they, while I was talking about Notre Dame's acclimation, like Navy has a big acclimation too. Learning this whole, like going to game speed with this new style of offense that they're going to be. I just think that like both offenses are going to be clunky to start. Obviously, like Notre Dame does have Sam Hartman, so that does concern me a little bit. But I just think that there's going to be just big acclimation period, and the fact that Navy does return like eight starters on that defense that last season did play Notre Dame pretty tough. But I, mean, I, think, I also do think Notre Dame defense is probably going to be pretty stout, too. Yeah, because, so, I mean, Freeman did have to go up against Navy in the American several years when he was at Cincinnati. So, obviously, like, he has good idea of, like, their triple option stuff, but obviously, like, things are changing. So, I think he's going to be ready. I, I just think it could be a pretty, like, clunky offense, and Notre Dame's defense is just stopping Navy. So Yeah, we're going to lock that up. The Navy Notre Dame under forty nine and a half is the best number you can get right now. And honestly, the trajectory it's going is probably gonna go down, so I would probably grab it. Yeah, too bad you guys couldn't have gotten at the fifty one that I got at. Yeah, which is a good number too. Yeah. All right, moving on. UTEP at Jacksonville State. The number is UTEP is favored by a point and a half over under sitting at fifty four. This will be Jacksonville State's first ever game as an FBS school. Connor, any plays coming through here? Cause I got one. I don't I was trying to figure out what play for this game for the longest time just to have action on it. I just, yeah, it was too tough. We have seen too many times that, especially in the transfer port area where basically the group of five is just getting plucked for depth in the power five. Yep. The difference between a low-level FBS school and an FCS school I really don't think is that giant anymore. Listen, Jacksonville State, the community gets behind that they get behind the basketball team. They get behind the football team. I guarantee in their first FBS game, this is going to be a sellout. And Rich Richrod led them last year to a 9-2 and season. I think he also has the opportunity if Jacksonville State is successful in his first couple seasons there, that he can move up on a job here. Also, Zion Webb is back. I don't know how much Jack... I, he think he was. I'm pretty sure he was a quarterback in the upset against Florida State. He's a seventh year senior. I uh, can't remember. Not gonna wow you through the air. He only threw ten <laughs> touchdowns last year, but the guy is electric running the football. He had thirteen rushing touchdowns a year ago. Listen, it's their first game. The place is gonna be crazy. I don't really don't think UTEP's that good. It's one and a half, so you can take the one and a half. But when it's under a field goal, I usually just take the damn money line. So I'm going taking Jacksonville State money line. Um, third game on the slate here we have. The game of the week. Your game of the week. UMass is going to New Mexico State. New Mexico State is favored by seven. The over-under is sitting at 44.5. Jerry Kill coming off a 7-6 and six season a year ago, which was like New Mexico State's first winning season in like 10-plus years. And there's not a question that Jerry Kill can coach football. Obviously, his health has probably held him back from getting a bigger job. <coughs> you have a play in this game, too. Correct. Yeah, but it's, it's more tailing your pick, so go ahead. Take it away. I got it at 6.5, and, and I got it at 7.5. I got it at 6.5. So the number, the best number you can get is 7. That's okay. We can still push there. But, I, but lay the points in New Mexico State. Yes. Listen, they won seven games a year ago. Diego Pieva is back. And the, the big thing here is, well, we should also mention, 
It's fucking UMass. Yes. This is this team is three in thirty seven in their last forty games. Yes. The worst FBS program in the last ten years. Yes. By far. Yes. yes. I know they've brought in a lot of P five just castaways, including the quarterback whose name I cannot pronounce. Tyson Pumachow. Who was originally at Clemson. I believe he was a five star. Uh five or four. High five high four star, I think. Went from Clemson, Georgia Tech, to now UMass. But he is from Connecticut. When the headline drops that he, uh, like a former four or five star or whatever, depending yeah. on what site, commits and he's named the starter at UMass, obviously the line. That's what got the line down to six and a half. And I'm, hopefully most of you grabbed it there. But man, one thing UMass cannot do is play any goddamn defense. And they were 114th last year in stopping the run. New Mexico State loves to run the ball. And what is one two things that Jerry Kills teams are best at is taking care of the ball and not making mistakes. What's UMass? They're the king of making mistakes and making the game harder on themselves. Don't I I, I don't want to overthink this because I shouldn't overthink this because of how confident I am. I don't know why the number is six and a half. I have this line set it should be twelve and a half with my numbers. I love this. I'm all over New Mexico State. Yeah, I'm tailing this pick. You've been preaching this line for weeks. Well, I I think it opened at nine and a half at one point, and it's faded all the way down to six and a half. Now it's back down or back up to seven. But I I don't know, man. It's one of those where I think I'm I don't understand why I'm so confident. I'm like, is there something that I'm missing? Mm-hmm. Like, no. why is this number so low? No, I get it, but. I'm I'm right there with you. I'm ready to go down if you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready to sink with the ship too if it doesn't happen. But I'm not overthinking this. New Mexico State is a way better football team than UMass. All right, this is more your game here. Yes, it is. San Diego State will be hosting the Ohio Bobcats. Uh, San Diego State is two and a half point favorites. Over-under is set at 49. Connor Rourke was announced that he will be starting after tearing his ACL in November. So quick turnaround for him here, but... Uh, I know you have a big play on this. You've been talking to me about this for a week. So. Yeah, I mean, this OU team, like, there's so much that I love about them, especially, like, how good they were to me to end the season, return so much on that offense that was one of the better offenses in the MAC. And I honestly, like, if it's not for the Rorick injury, they had already made it to the MAC championship, like, Rorick doesn't get hurt. That game against Toledo is a lot different, but Toledo ends up coming away with a victory. And I just, I think there's a lot of reasons to like this OU team, and especially in a spot against San Diego State. Like, I took the three and a half. I will have a sprinkle on the money line. I just think that OU is the better team. Like, with what all San Diego State lost whether it was in the portal or people graduating, they lost a lot. This OU team, I think, offensively is just going to like create a pace that I don't know if San Diego State's going to be able to keep up with. Yeah, they're also switching their offense around. They're like running a more air – it's not air raid specifically, but it's like a little another version of the air raid, so they're breaking in the new offense as well. Um, I've heard you talk about Curtis Rourke for a long time. I mean, look at what his brother was doing in, in against your hated team, the Cowboys, in that Jacksonville game. Did you see that play? 
literally dead to right or dead to like three defensive linemen on him ends up breaking out of it and throwing a beautiful pass to the end zone for a touchdown. Like Rorick jeans are very, very good. And especially they've been very good to this OU school. I think that I just, I love this OU team. Okay. So I have no play in this game. I would lean towards OU with you and I'll bank on that. It's just, it is only been nine months since the injury to Curtis work. And it's his first game back. So I'm not, I, I, it's it's hard for me to just back that blindly and just say like this isn't going to affect him at all, but I am a little more down on San Diego State too. My numbers actually give like a I think it's .75 edge to OU on the number, but that was when it was at three and a half. So I have it basically properly rated now, and I just don't have enough confidence to back that. But brother went to OU. I have a bunch of friends that went to OU. So when you come over Saturday, I'll be wearing my OU jersey and I'll be cheering for it. and I'm going to bet it for you. I appreciate That's it. That's what friends do, right? I guess. It is. <laughs> Moving on. Hawaii traveling across the pond. Kind of, they consider that the pond? Or is the pond only when you go to England? It's only when you go to England. But technically, they're still crossing over water. They got a cross-country trip to Vanderbilt. Numbers sitting at 17.5. Vanderbilt is 17.5 point favorites. It's something you don't really see all the time. Nope. Um, over under is set at 55 and a half. Remember last year, I believe the score was 63 to 10 in Hawaii. Yeah, I think I had Hawaii in that game. That was an utter ass whooping. I will say Hawaii improved way more down the stretch of the season last year. They covered almost all of their I think they were 6 and 1 down the stretch yeah, last year. Like that. And the one loss was the against Fresno State, I believe. They were the Mountain West champions, correct? Yes. Yeah. So, other than that, do you have a play in this? I do not. Um, like, if I had a play, I would kind of consider Hawaii plus the points just because, like, I feel like they have the whole weight of that state on their back and trying to give, like, I mean, obviously we know with the fires that happened in, in Hawaii, like, this it's a very very tight community, and I just feel like the this Hawaii team's gonna be inspired. So I don't really have a play, but I guess that would be my lean. Maybe the over. I don't. I don't really know. Like, I really think Vanderbilt wins, but I don't know. It's tough. Well, for I should say for starters, have you seen what's going on with the construction? At Vanderbilt right now, there's literally like Bobcats still on the field. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, both end zones are like it's fence. Yeah, it's game in two days. I know. It's. uh, I thought they were supposed to be the smart team, and and, at least in the SEC. Yes, they are. Oh, (laughs) I I I want to defend the entire South. (laughs) I'm not going to say it. Oh God, I'm not going to say it. All right, listen, I do have a play in this game, and I'm taking the over 37.5 team total for Vanderbilt. They scored 63 last year. Swan is back at quarterback. It's at home, and this Vanderbilt team is better than it was a year ago. 
Now, this Hawaii team. But do you consider the fact that they're like the end zones are pretty sketchy that Vanderbilt will not want to score? I don't know if they will <laughs> want to do that, but I don't want to take the number. I do think there's something to that, like state pride thing. Yes, and a lot of like uh, lot recruits of that come out of Hawaii usually a lot of them stay home. Yes, that does happen. Now the five stars, you know, they're going to Bama, they're going to yeah. Oregon, they're going to. USC, whatever, but there is a lot of pride that they're playing for, and I think they're going to have a lot of a miracle on their side as well. So I'm too nervous to take that number, but I do think Vandy's going to be able to run up and down the field on them. So I'm taking the over 37 and a half. Moving on, Ford International, the airport, is visiting La Tech. La Tech 11 and a half point favorites, over under set at 66 and a half. Connor, play. I know you got one here. I mean, I had to find at least one play, and I'm just going to lay the points with La Tech. Like, I got it at a 10. I know it's at the 10 and a half right now. Still willing to lay it. Like, year in, year out, La Tech is a very, very good team. Have a very good quarterback in transfer, uh, Hank Bachmeyer. I know, like, things didn't really work out at Boise State, but I think the level of competition has significantly came down and they also have a lot of other power five players that have decided to transfer down i know there's like squirrel williams from uh uh baylor and there i just think that la tech on paper and looking at a lot of the metrics are is the better team so I mean, yeah. I mean, Bachmeyer really didn't look that bad at Boise State his first season. No, it was the, that, it was the last season before they made the switch to Taylor that it was like things started to go a little south for him. But he was still like high four star recruit. Like the fact that he decided to go to Boise State was a big decision. Yeah, and they also fired the OC in that time too. So, like, how much is the blame? Was it all Bachmeyer? Was it the play calling? Was the scheme bad? It did not fit his playing style. We don't know. Um, FIU has just been a bad program for a minute now. And here's the thing. And I think the majority of anybody that's an avid sports gambler is probably on the same page here. Is I'm not willing to give out picks on games that I don't am not comfortable giving them out on either of you. We're I'm not giving out a lot of tech pick here, but you're gonna. I'm gonna find a play in this game, and that would be my lean because we have seven games, mm-hmm. and it, we haven't had football in months. Yes. So we're gonna bet something on each game. Yes. Now is there a level of confidence enough to share it with somebody? No. No. Yours is. Yeah. Uh, last game on the slate here. Hopefully you guys can watch it because it is on the Pac-12 network. I don't like. I uh, hate it. I hate it. I Especially hate, with now how many plays I have in this game. I hate it. I hate conference free alignment. You know that. But at least I don't have to do the Pac-12 network anymore. Nope. Dead. Unless dead. there's some crazy merger and they still keep that thing around. I mean, it should be on the Big Ten network. So <laughs> it, It's it's like flow sports for college basketball when you can't watch any of the CAA games because they just handicap one conference. But San Jose State, USC, USC 39 point favorites, over-under set at 66.5. Connor, I we brainstormed a little bit before the show started. I know you have a plethora of plays in this game, to be exact. Three plays. Three plays. Yes. Um, Hit the one, though. I know you know I have two, and we'll just get that one out of the way. We are taking the over. 
I know it's at 66 and a half right now. I was able to grab it at 66. Don't care. USC's going to just want to put up a shitload of points in this game. I if you I don't have any of the numbers written down, but if you look at what Lincoln Riley does in the first games, whether it's at USC, whether it was at Oklahoma, he likes putting a big number up against these lesser opponents, especially like you have the reigning Heisman Trophy winner. Why not have the reigning two-time Heisman Trophy winner? Yeah, and he's gonna Caleb Williams is gonna throw six touchdowns in this game. Yeah, they're going to want him to. You know what the line is set for his passing touchdowns? Four and a half. Three and a half. Real. Well, the only thing you got to think is, is if, how long until he gets pulled? Yeah, is there a couple? How many? How many times do like he's got great running backs in Jones and Lloyd? How how many times do they break one off? But it's crazy. Like if you look on FanDuel, DraftKings, it. it this is so amazing that we can actually put do prop bets for college football games. Cause like yeah, before, before before we it was very sparse, and now it's like it was bowl. mostly bowl games, like conference championship games and playoff games. Yeah, but if you look at how much the number is for a lot of those USC players, like I'm pretty sure Dorian Singer two score touchdowns minus like two thirty five. But either way, like I said, we you and I are on the over. The two other plays that I have are USC minus 18 and a half uh, in the first half. You can find that on DraftKings. I mean, they're going to put this, try to put this number up quick and fast and then get Caleb out of that game. Like, yes. So that's why I don't like the full 30 and a half. I like taking the first half. Let's get them points fucking quick. Good. Cause I am taking San Jose State. Plus 30 and a half, full game total. I think it'll be a blowout, like you said. I think they do cover that 18 in the first half here. But then, I mean, as far as I know, Connor, does Lincoln Riley produce a good defense? Uh, no. So how good are those second-string guys that don't play? Honestly, like, if I'm Lincoln Riley, y- you starters on defense, you ain't leaving the field all game. Yeah, but that's just not how like a college no, I, coach. I, I, you know, I, yeah, thinks. I know, but dude, the this defense is gonna be what what hinges the most for this team. So why not give them the most game reps possible? No, it, it does make sense. I just don't know if it'll actually happen. No, I don't think it'll happen. But as my last play, I am taking the over. On USC team total sitting at 48 and a half. Now this number keeps climbing. It When I found it this morning, it was sitting at minus 110. When I bet it, it was at minus 115. Right before we came on here, I looked again and it's at minus 120. You want to get on this number now before that number ends up going up to 49. Because obviously... That's a big one. It's a... Big indicator number there. Mm-hmm. Like it's a very key number there. Obviously, the seven touchdowns will hit it. Um, I think that's – I don't really hate that either. I think we know USC is going to score points in this game. Yeah, I just – I mean – But San Jose uh, State's not exactly like a slouch either. Yeah, that's why I love the – Yeah, I love the over because this team is not like the the normal castaway San, San Jose State team. This is still a very good program. And, I mean, there's going to be a lot of pride trying to go up against USC. And, like, 
obviously the the chances of them with it sitting at a plus plus 30 and a half like the chances of them winning this game are pretty slim but there's gonna be a lot of state pride like battles that battle the spartans baby yeah battle the spartans now i mean that's that's all we got seven games here mm-hmm. so i do want to do uh, i was thinking about introducing like a little bit different than we did last year is some money line underdogs and stuff like that that we kind of do like to sprinkle on i'm gonna be honest with you i ain't got shit Except i'll give for you the OU. Yeah, that would be it. But that line, what is it like, plus one fifty? Uh, it can't be. It, I don't know. If it's two and a half, it's probably not. It's so not higher three, than one fifty. Three on some places, two and a half on some. So, yeah, I don't know. But I like mean, well, oh, the the only other one that you have is like Jacksonville State. Yeah, and that's which is a, even lower. Exactly, it might not even be plus a hundred. Yeah, I don't trust Navy. I definitely tr- don't trust UMass. Well, I also like I can't do UMass when my favorite play of the weekend is also New Mexico State. By the way, do we want to give out our FCS one? Yeah, but I don't know. I've saw the number one place. I have like his action. Action's a really good network, by the way. If you like want to track your bets, I love it because you can just put all your books in and just click the game, and all your books will give you the best numbers. So you don't have to like actually go through. You can track your bets on there. It's awesome. Um, I'd have you guys follow me on there, but obviously I have a podcast, so I'm not releasing my picks for free. How are you gonna listen to podcasts? Yeah, makes sense here. Yeah. Um, people for some reason people on Twitter don't understand that, but I saw the. It's Mercer and North Alabama is one mm-hmm. game that I liked. I saw a number pop up at 16 and a half, but the number is gone. And they will normally release those lines like Friday night or Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. They kind of just sprinkle out, like shoot them out like randomly. Yes. And you have to kind of be there because FCS numbers move like two to three points in minutes. minutes. It's insane. Mm-hmm. So if you can get it, obviously I'm not like crazy – knowledgeable about the FCS, but I'm just using strict data and I need more games to bet on here. Mercer's 16.5 point favorites returned nine of the they had 11 players on the all SoCon team last year. Nine of them are returning. North Alabama won one game a year ago. Mm-hmm. Now, they were in a lot of close games, yes. but they still won one game from a year ago and they had a lot of roster turnover. Yeah, so I think willing to take, especially if you could get that 16.5 Willing to take it anywhere up to maybe that like twenty. I'm taking twenty and a half. I mean, I, we it's weeks. That's why. Yeah, fuck it, let it ride. Yeah, like if and also another, just a a caution out there for people that are new. Don't blow your entire bankroll on week zero. No. These are leans. Mm-hmm. We have matchups that you're probably not going to watch a lot of these teams play the rest of the year. We will. Casual betters not will not. Don't. Don't blow it all in the week one. There's think about in November when Tennessee's playing Alabama or November Ohio State's playing Michigan. Don't you want to have money to bet on those games? Exactly. Do not blow it on UMass and Mexico State. No, even though we did. I did, but I didn't bankrupt myself. If that makes any sense. Yeah, you're right. We'll see. We'll see what happens Sunday when we got three guys, three testosterone dudes just all together. Like, oh, we love this team. Plus, after what Teddy Allen did for us. Yeah. There's going to be a little bit of that, too. Yeah. And you know how much I love Jerry Kill. Yep. So, um, next, uh, we'll see you guys next week when we recap week zero. And then we are officially back to two days a week. So, yes. All right, guys. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.